0: the truth lives political bomb show starring rayshawn blyden welcome to political bomb show i'm your host rayshawn blyden if you'd like you can give us a call at 413-728-9380 or visit our website politicalbombshow.cf leave us a message on our message board today we're going to be talking with a special guest his name is jeff clayton executive director of the american bail coalition and we're going to be talking about a serious issue known as psa but i will let him explain a little bit later on now on with the news Okay, so let's talk about Maxine Waters again, like we did yesterday. But today we're talking about the way how she carries herself in public. She always talks about the president not being presidential. Well, she's no better off. She, she was being confronted by a reporter, and she pushes the camera away, waves, papers, sticks her tongue out. I mean, what is she's acting like a baby really, Maxine? Really? But you know what? If this is the face of the Democrats, I say, go, Maxine, go. Go, Maxine, go. Keep it going. I like it a lot. It's, it's really ridiculous that we even have to, to have people like that in, in um, public office. You're supposed to be a leader, for crying out loud, leader, one of the leaders of the, of the free country, Is this how leaders act? And then she wants to talk about the president? No. I'll take the president any day over her. At least he's getting things done. So what are you getting done, Maxine? All you say is, impeach, 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 impeach. That's the only word you know. Impeach, impeach. You don't know any other word. What are you doing for your district? Anything, Maxine? Anything at all? Oh, God. I can't talk about her anymore. So... Now we have Secret Service protection for for Sarah Sanders, Huckabee. This shouldn't even be an issue, but Maxine Waters, you really need to tone down what you're doing. It's not even legal. Like I said yesterday, you can't incite violence, and that's what you're doing. You're inciting violence. You're telling people to harass the Trump administrators and and don't give them a moment's peace rest no matter where they are. What would you call that? I think that she should be in jail. She really should. She's inciting violence. You can't incite violence, Maxine. Do you get it or don't you get it at all? Oh, I I can't take this. It's just so frustrating. Why are they allowed to get away with these things? But the minute someone on the right does something oh, this is out of order, this can't be done, it's racist, it's bigoted, it's homophobic, it's transgenderphobic. Whatever phobia you could think of, they, they they throw at us. So I just don't understand the double standard. Well, actually, I do understand the double standard. I don't think there should be a double standard. But unfortunately, the world that we live in, especially in America here, it's all around the world. Actually, in the UK as well, politics are just... Just out of whack. It just makes no sense. There's no common sense. When I was growing up, there was plenty of common sense. I I just don't understand where common sense went to. I don't get it. I just don't get it at all. So let's see here. A cop, cop machete wielding woman forces ex boyfriend to have sex. What? Let's. What is this all about? Oh my goodness. Well actually I could see voice <laughs> I took one look at her okay I can see the woman he's sexist what are you calling her ugly well she is ugly that's why she did that no I'm just kidding but this is it's a serious it's a serious story I'm not trying to make light of it but she really doesn't look all that great she let's read a little bit of this it says a mercedes wielding Montana woman broke into her ex-boyfriend's home directed him to disrobe and then forced him to have sex with her, according to police. That is really pathetic. But when you see how old she is, I don't, you know, she's nineteen. I don't understand millennials or of this day or the um generation Z. Then I don't get it. I mean, really, really, you, 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 you're gonna threaten someone to have sex with you? By using a machete? And how, what kind of a self-esteem does, does this woman have if she's going to try to force someone to have sex with her? This is pathetic. I don't even understand. Her, her name is Samantha Mears. Wow. Samantha Mears, 19, entered the victim's Great Falls re- residence Friday when he was not home. When the man returned, Mears confronted him. Hmm. The victim was told. The victim told police that he com he complied with Mayors for fear of of his safety. Uh, not to get in- graphic or anything, but I think she was trying to to um, make him, you know, have a baby with her. That's that's my whole take on it. You know, the the, the type of like. What are some of the movies out there where a woman said you can't live if you can't live with them or without me, and they're gonna haunt you forever? I can't even think of, some of the name of these movies, but that's what it sounds like. Like a, oh, that's a Fatal Attraction. It's like a Fatal Attraction type deal. This is this is unbelievable. All right, let's move on. I don't want to. Oh boy, <laughs> that's just unbelievable. So let's see. No, I'm not going to read that one. That one doesn't... I only look for stories that's going to interest me because if I read something that don't interest me, you're going to be like, okay, this guy's not into it. Hmm. Wow, this one is interesting. Dog performs CPR on collapsed officer. No, is this real? A dog performs CPR on a collapsed officer? Let's see. Let's see where's this story out of. It says here, a police in Madrid, and uh, let's see, um, I don't know if I believe, there's so many stories in the mirror, I just don't know that this source, the mirror, is uh, believable to me. It just seemed more like a tabloid, so I'm going to disregard this story altogether, and I'll be right back
1: cleaning your prison cell. one dollar and thirty cents a day. Cooking dinner for a thousand inmates, three dollars and twenty cents a day. mopping the prison floor. one dollar and forty cents a day. Your freedom priceless. Some things money can't buy. Be smart, and choose freedom. While I gotta get back,
2: I love you, Mama. I
1: love you too, baby.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to Political Bomb Show, four one three seven two eight nine three eight zero Political Bomb Show CF. So we are. Talking about many things in the news. Maxine Water's still in the news. Even some of her own colleagues are condemning her, so I want to play a soundbite from Chuck Me Schumer.
3: If you disagree with someone or something, stand up. Make your voice heard. Explain why you think they're wrong and why you're right. Make the argument. Protest peacefully. If you disagree with a politician, organize your fellow citizens to action and vote them out of office. But no one should call for the harassment of political opponents. That's not right. That's not American.
0: Well, well, well. Chuck me Schumer is absolutely correct. This is probably the first time I've ever agreed with something Chuck me said, but he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right in this case. There's no debating what he said here. It's absolutely a hundred percent right. So MaxiPad Waters need to tone it down. I mean in in a sense I wanted to tone it down. In a sense I wanted to keep going so it could rule out how far whacked the left is and they're just gonna lose. I'd like them to lose everything actually. But I just don't want wacko left people out there actually going out there and inciting violence. Because next thing you know, they're going to start following me. I already get nasty phone calls and nasty messages on my Twitter account and on my message board, on my political bomb shows website. And, uh, you know, I haven't encountered it in person, but I definitely encounter it a lot via my um, social media. So, so far, I haven't been kicked out of a restaurant, but I can't imagine how I would feel if i've been kicked out of a restaurant because of my political views i really think they should pass a law like you know how you can't you can't uh discriminate or refuse services based on gender and and this all what is it gender and i can't remember all of it but anyways they should add to the list you can't discriminate because of political views you really they really need a law like that now they really do because it's becoming more and more popular now that people are being discriminated upon. Like myself, I don't, I can't say for sure, but in my other profession of my music, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm being discriminated upon because of my views, because I went from hero to zero quickly once my, my political views were, were known. And I started doing stuff about that. I literally went from a hero to a zero. You could hear crickets. No one wanna hear from me anymore. No shows calling me to be on, on T V anymore. They're there's like they're blackballing me. Black I'm be, I've been blacklisted because of my views. So that's a terrible thing. I mean, it's like a double whammy. When uh, when I was black when I was black like I changed. <laughs> How did that come out, wrong? Uh being black, some certain times I felt like I was discriminated against And now I'm being discriminated against because I'm a conservative black. So it's like a double, triple whammy. So it's really, really not good at all. It's really a horrible thing. After the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk with Jeff. Like I said, we have something important to talk about as far as PSA. So after the break, we'll get on with that.
4: Political Bombshow. Yes, dear.
0: Have you heard about this new podcast? Yes, dear. Okay. First off, it's all about lost souls. I do not know that maybe you know about lost souls or not, but I'm a pretty good expert at uh, lost souls. Well, I think that you should advertise your business on there. Honey, I'm already there. I'm at advertisecast.com four slash three three one eight. AdvertiseCast.com forward slash 3318.
1: Grow your business today. Advertise on America's exciting radio podcast. AdvertiseCast.com forward slash 3318. That's AdvertiseCast.com forward slash 3318.
3: Rayshawn with Political Bomb Show. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us
5: this evening. got
3: All right. Now, um, Jeff is uh, the executive director of the American Dale Coalition, and he's going to be talking today with us about public safety assessment tool. Now, I'm not familiar with it, so can you tell us what that is exactly?
5: Yeah, I'll just give you kind of a simple way to think about it. Um a bunch of data scientists get together and they try to decide how to separate people into categories. Uh, And so most assessment tools, like the Arnold Foundation Risk Assessment Tool, uh, will use, in this case, six categories. And so there'll be different scoring mechanisms and and the factors could be things like, how many crimes have you committed? Have you ever served a jail sentence? When were you first arrested? Uh, All kinds of different factors, uh, housing stability, whether you have a job or not. Uh, one risk assessment I saw had uh, uh, whether you owned a home or rented or whether you had a cell phone was a factor on one. So these data scientists decide who goes into these boxes. And then what happens is, depending on what part of a criminal case it's at, but let's use bail for an example because that's the, that's the issue I work on. It assigns the bail, whether you get bail, first of all, uh, what, and then what the conditions and bail will be. Uh, based on these categories. And so really it's just sort of pigeonholing people into, um these sort of results based on these computer programs.
3: Okay, wow. So, that's what, that's, you think, do you think that that's working or?
5: Uh, no, uh, I, I don't. I, uh, and what we've been able to, Realize in the last year because this issue just exploded. It really, and you know how race uh, relations are, uh, you know, anytime there's an issue that something might have a racial bias, the issue explodes. Uh, in this case, you know, that was good because we needed to put a, a spotlight on them and there might be, you know, racial problems with these things. But really what we've kind of figured out is the system has machined itself from the beginning of a case to the end. And I use Ohio as, as an example. They have 10 of these risk assessments used you know from the second you get arrested all the way until you know you're finished serving parole and these scores determine you know important rights like whether you get to go to a halfway house and things like that all the way through the system and so what we've been able to figure out is and one researcher is arguing is that this is a reason why the criminal justice system ensnared so many people because there was no rehabilitation there was no Ability to lock ourselves out of the mentality of the past with all this data. And basically, we are, uh, like in, you know, teachers teaching to the test. Um, that's what these algorithms and risk assessments do, is they reinforce how things were, uh, rather than how, how, how we want things to be going forward. And so that's why I think, you know, this idea that mass incarceration, if that is a phenomenon, which I think it is, and other, Issues of people being ensnared in the system and recidivism and rising prison rates—you know this could be a major cause of that.
3: Right. Now, is there any way of hacking that this system at all?
5: Well, you bring up another important point. So you're one step ahead of me on this. Um, Google um, Cloud and other clouds um, is where many of these private foundations and for-profit companies that that house the data—they um, usually they typically put it on clouds. And so I would assume that it is vulnerable to hacking. Uh, You know, certainly haven't heard of that happening, but, you know, it's definitely a possibility that they just have, you know, the Arnold Foundation has at least a million records uh, right now on people, and I presume they have a lot more.
3: Oh, wow, that's that's something. So uh, some legislators have been called in to end cash bail altogether. What do you think about that, good thing or bad thing?
5: Um, well, I, I think in certain cases it's it's fine to say that, you know, we don't need bail for certain crimes. Uh, we also, you know, a big part of the movement is to say that we shouldn't arrest people for certain crimes, and that makes sense. Uh, ending bail altogether is a bad idea um, because the result is two things. Either you're supervised and put on probation by the state, or you're, you get no bail and you're locked up. And that's what we're seeing. Uh, around the country so i don't think the no money bail movement is the way to go i think you know the anger toward you know bail industry and bail in general is is you know somewhat understandable but i don't think the answer is to just ban it uh, because the alternate system has been proven to be terrible
3: right because some may say that rich people would be you would be able to afford to to get out of jail with on bail while poor will have to stay in jail, what do you say to people who say that?
5: Well, judges index bail is based on people's ability to pay in almost all states, and there's a hearing, and the judges make these decisions. And that's an imperfect system, and I understand how people view that as an imperfect system, but the alternate system would be to say, well, uh, let's let the government decide uh, with these computers, which is what's happening in the federal system in New Jersey, or to just decide in general that you don't get bail because we don't like you we think you're dangerous, we think you're a bad person, and so you don't get bail. And so that's the alternate world, and then with all the new GPS monitors and all that kind of stuff, they're blanketing these people with conditions and essentially putting them on probation before they're convicted. So, you know, I don't think the alternate universe is better, and I think there's a way to find balance, and that's what we advocate for.
3: Right. So how do you think, how is politics involved in bail reform?
5: Well, you've got um politics makes makes strange bedfellows, I'm sure you're familiar with that um, saying. And here you've got, you know, some conservative groups, um, you know, the Koch Industries groups uh are supporting at least right now, uh some significant bail reform. Uh mostly the reforms are driven from, you know, progressive uh, folks on the left. Uh you've got George Soros has been spending a lot of money the Open Society Foundation and other foundations to support this, as has the Arnold Foundation and the MacArthur Foundation. So primarily I think it's coming from, um, the left side of politics. In terms of actual campaigns and issues, it is a, it, it is a political issue, uh, and where we've seen it the most is issues of district attorney races, uh, where pro-bail reform candidates get funded by these various groups and, you know, knock off sort of Season district attorneys like down in San Antonio and,
3: and a couple other places, Houston. Right. Well, with bail reform, because I'm not familiar with this. As far mm-hmm. as like, let's see. Let's say you have a legal immigrant. illegal immigrants in jail is. Does this work for them as well, or it doesn't? It doesn't matter who whoever it is. It's, it's in jail.
5: Uh. Well. Yeah. It, it works for them because. Um, You know, in sanctuary states and cities, they're not going to report them anyway. They're just going to release them. Uh, In non-sanctuary states or whatever, I mean, you know, if they're released before they can be um, reported to, you know, the federal authorities, then they're gone. Uh, Or if they're not arrested at all. So it definitely can have an impact, and it could, um, you know, make it easier for repeat, you know, immigrants who are criminals who I think we're all concerned about to to get away with it a little bit easier.
3: Right, exactly. I was just going to say that that, that creates a, a definite problem that's not good for the country at all. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that's really good for the country. But as far as so you would say that it's partisan and racial or a little bit of both.
5: Yeah, it's a, it's it's got a lot going for it. Uh, some. Uh, uh, men's groups have argued that it's gender bias, but we don't need to, you know, that's, we don't even need to go there. But yeah, um, anytime somebody, uh, interjects race into the conversation, it becomes important. And, you know, the conversation about bail is, well, bail is, ra- bail itself is racist. Uh, the algorithms could be racist, all this sort of thing. Um, you know, and what I tell people is we need to figure out if, does bail make the problem worse? Does, um, do risk assessments, um, make the problem worse? But those arguments are, um, you know, certainly out there, and you know, being pushed by groups like Color of Change and others.
2: Hmm.
3: So, tell me a little bit about your um, American Dale Coalition. And exactly. Tell me a little bit about what you guys do.
5: So, you know, we do a lot of stuff like this, where I'll talk to media outlets and media people like yourself. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go to various state capitals to talk about legislation. Um, and then, of course, we do policy documents and other documents, um, talk to federal legislators and local officials as well. The group I represent, the American Bail Coalition, are insurance companies that are underwriters, meaning that they back all the bonds written by the various bail uh, agents who actually bail people out of jail uh, throughout the country. So we're the guys that kind of you know make sure that Uh, at the end of the day, if if liability needs to be paid, that it's paid, and that we're, you know, writing the business correctly, meaning that we're underwriting it properly so that, you know, the whole goal is to avoid losses and make sure that people go to court.
3: Right. So, yeah, I'm not, again, I'm not too familiar with bail. Like, the Mm -hmm. the process works where I, I, like, let's say I'm, I'm in jail and I need bail. I have to put up, like, maybe my home for collateral or something like that.
5: Well, it all depends. Uh, it all depends on what the size of the bail. Uh, you know, collateral is rarely used on small bails. So let's say that your bail was $5,000, just to make it easy. You would pay, if you called a bail agent, usually you would you would have to pay a premium of $500, which in most places agents would let you pay over time with no interest. So, you know, if you're paying $50 a month or whatever, you have to pay the entire 10% of the fish Amount of the bond. If you don't want to use a bail agent, you just post the entire um, amount of the five thousand, and that's what sort of you know the wealthier people do is they have the money sitting there, they just go deposit it. If you do that, in most cases, if you are found not guilty, you get your money back if you posted it uh, with the court. Uh, and then in some states, they have what's called ten percent to the court, which rather than paying you know ten percent to a bail agent. Uh, You actually pay 10% to the court, and you're on what's called an unsecured bond. So what happens is if you fail to appear in court as required, um, a bondsman will forfeit the entire bond, or if you posted your own cash, you'll forfeit all of your entire cash. Uh, And so in the case of a bondsman, you've only paid the bondsman 10%. Well, they're going to have to pay the entire 100%, meaning the rest of the 90%. So they have an incentive, and they have arrest powers to go return you to court. That's kind of a thumbnail sketch of how it works.
3: Oh, okay. is so if you run, do you like hire like a what do you call a bounty hunter or something?
5: Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. We call them bail recovery agents, but you know they were popularized by Dog the Bounty Hunter.
3: Okay. Remember okay. Uh, right. So this tool, yeah. To me, I mean just based on what you're telling me and I've never heard of this tool before to me it doesn't sound like it's working at all and it sounds like it may put citizens you know in danger to me that's what it sounds like
5: yeah and that's been the second half of the problem is not only does it work is it not fair but that um we've seen cases primarily and particularly prior felons in possession of firearms getting counted as low risk We've seen that from coast to coast, and that's just pure dangerous. Uh, when You're you have somebody... kidding me. Oh, no. Are you when serious? You have somebody... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can give you a couple examples if you want. But So we've seen that from coast to coast, and that's a problem. When somebody is a prior felon, you know, their lifetime gun prohibited because of a prior violent offense, they have a gun, they're pulled over with it, and then, uh, you know, the risk assessment tool says, oh, they're low risk and then then they get released only to go on to um to harm other people. You know, that's no good. And we're definitely seeing that.
3: Yeah, I'd definitely like to hear an example if you can give me one. Sure. Like this is really this sounds really dangerous to me.
5: Mhm. Yeah, so there's two quick ones I can give you. One um was a case uh, um Christian Rogers uh, who lived in New Jersey. Um, the suspect got out of uh Got arrested, prior felon in possession of a firearm, uh, cited for traffic offenses, but obviously had the gun, concealed it. Um, was taken before the, you know, the tool did the assessment, and he was assessed as a uh, as a medium low risk. Uh, and under New Jersey, there's no bail, so the judge didn't impose bail. You either get locked up or released. So he got released, uh, and then uh, several days later. Um, his mom, June Rogers, you know, came home to find out his son, her son Christian was shot 22 times by this guy, uh, who had gone out and got another firearm and obviously basically unloaded two clips into Mr. Rogers, unfortunately. Uh, and then the other one, very similar in San Francisco, to a prior felon in possession of a firearm was released. Um he and a co-conspirator, uh, were gonna go buy drugs or something and they went, to an area in San Francisco called Twin Peaks which is a kind of a scenic overlook and um, a man by the name of Edward French was t- taking a picture uh, with his camera up there uh, they robbed him killed him to steal his camera uh, and of course you know they had just been released he had just been released you know several days prior to that uh, as a prior felon in possession of firearms so and, you know, the New Jersey Attorney General recognized after that case that we have to make some adjustments, but I'm just not convinced that they've done it correctly. But those would be a couple of examples I'd give.
3: Right. So, so well, wow, I don't even know what to say. That's just horrible. I can't believe that <laughs> right. this is actually happening.
5: Well, what I tell people still- is – If it doesn't pass the common sense test, then it can't be scientific.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So they're still using this tool today?
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's being used in probably 40 or 50 jurisdictions.
3: And I'm assuming that they haven't really uh, adjusted it. If I don't know if they could adjust it or make it uh, more accurate. Is it even possible to make it more accurate or just scrap it all together. I mean, to me, it sounds like they should just scrap it all together, honestly. I mean, if you're letting letting murderers like that go and then they're killing people, people are getting killed, this is ridiculous.
5: It is. It is. No, I, you know, I'd like to think that we could do it, but since we've been doing it for so long with these basic sorting people into categories thing, I don't think it's going to work at the end of the day. I don't think we can fix the problem using this? Because all we're doing is sorting people into categories and then forcing a result. Well, i got to tell you, there's there's more human personalities than one through six, and there's a lot more to criminal justice than one through six, you know? It's a lot more complicated than that, and I think if we get away from the mentality that everybody's risky and start trying to figure out things that work and prevent people from getting in the system, we get better results.
3: Now, what can we do as citizens to try to to stop the movement, so we call our legislators, or how could we try to help?
5: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think talk to your public officials and tell them that you know you don't think these risk assessment algorithms in criminal justice work, and you think they ought to take a second look at it, and i you know it's very similar to the Facebook and the Google thing, you know when we when we lift up the rock, we find some things that we don't want to find, and I think we'll find a lot if we put the spotlight on this issue.
3: Oh yeah, I definitely agree with that. Don't even get me started on Facebook. That's another—that's uh, a whole <laughs> show by itself.
5: <laughs> All right. Well, we can talk about that next time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, how could people reach reach your um your coalition?
5: Uh, so yeah, it's Online. the American Bail American Coalition dot org, and usually click in the in the news section has our um, latest posts. And, of course, we're on Facebook, if you couldn't bear to get on there, or uh, we're also on Twitter.
3: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I definitely want, want, I definitely want to follow up, and if anything changes in this, I'd like to, to have you on again and definitely talk about it. I mean, this is, this is I didn't know that this was going on, but I'm definitely going to try to sign some type of spotlight on this.
5: Oh, yeah, you definitely should. It's the hottest issue in criminal justice right now, I can tell you. It's, it's hot. So, and I'd love to come back on.
3: All right. Thank you for t- taking the time to talk with us, Jeff.
5: All right. You, you got it. Have a good night.
3: Thanks. You too.
1: R E H D O W G. Escuchar Radio Music. Claro Música está disponible en Argentina, Brasil, Colombia, Chile, Costa Rica, República Dominicana, Ecuador, El Salvador, Guatemala,
3: Honduras, México, Nicaragua, Panamá
0: внимание,
3: Рэйддог, поклонников, моя музыка теперь в звук, которая доступна в настоящее время в России, Украине, Беларуси, Молдове, Казахстана,
1: Кыргызстана, Таджикистана, Туркменистана.
5: Лэйддогэ сейчас в PYRO, это один из специально-интранных диреков, который
0: создает в Radoph Music in Italia. Rapazzo di musica in streaming di e download.
2: Next tape, please. Spectro analysis tape, sir. Thank
5: you. <laughs> I was taking notes. <laughs> I was taking notes. <laughs>
1: As we have St. Patrick's Day lunch, we can have a, a common a moment of, uh, of, um, what? <laughs>
5: One more. Speaking of the arts, uh, Kim Jong-un's been uh, celebrating their uh, ICPM launch with some uh, cultural performances <laughs> <and such. laughs> um I just wondered, uh, you
1: know, you live in... The investigation that, uh, the... What are we calling them now? Special, uh, special counsel Mueller. It's beginning. Our goals had been to increase cover, uh, improve ben- lower cost, improve benefits, and enlarge, expand. Haven't seen a budget. We've seen uh, what do they call it? An outline, blueprint, Minnie Mouse budget. I don't know.
2: Almost as though they were irrational. Drug.
1: Congresswoman. Uh, uh, Beatty is on the uh, Financial Services Committee and they had issues of moral, of uh, mutual concern.
3: Not even a theory, gentlemen?
1: D- Director of National Intelligence or the NRA person that, um, uh, that, that uh, they should not, it raises questions that need to be answered in a...
3: Definitely not drugs or intoxication.
1: An after- it is an afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for being here. Good I'm time. honored this morning, or now afternoon.
0: Could be some form of space madness we've never heard
3: of.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it would have to be caused by something.
1: I went into the meeting, you know, there was two of us and five of them, or something, the president, the vice president, and three, uh, uh, no, four, Mitch, oh, excuse me, Republican leader, the speaker, uh, the majority leader and
4: have the department heads meet me on the bridge Mr. Sulu prepare to move in on the Romulan vessel
2: ship to ship with on put this on the screen
0: hailing frequencies open sir
2: <laughs> <laughs> Be claiming my time, 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 be claiming my time.
0: Welcome back to Political Bombshow. Ray Sean Blyden, politicalbombshow.cf, or you can call 413 728 9380. So, basically, what can I say about Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters? I mean, that's just the two of them, dumb and dumber. That's who they remind me of. Dumb and dumber they really are the worst i like i said though just let them stay in there because the more they're exposed the better off we will be in um in november and then finally in 2020 <clears throat> i love it i love it i just i don't like the incitement of uh violence that i don't like but everything else i approve of and so I wanted to play I'm trying to find my soundbite while I'm talking here soundbite that I really really wanted to play oh boy where is it come on I gotta find this it's a really good soundbite um, hmm. well 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 of course I wouldn't find it just because I want it okay here we go a soundbite from alveda king her thoughts on maxine waters
4: i want to say melissa well hello everybody first but ouch to congressman waters you know uh, this is not the first time that she's done those types of things i thought it was amazing when she said just push back, resist, confront them wherever they are. And then our press secretary uh, was kicked out of a restaurant, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and she was very gracious, as she always is. And then the congresswoman said, well, let me read you all the things that President Trump has said that were, were, were not nice either, but let me give you the difference between Congressman Waters and President Trump. President Trump is after results. In this country, unemployment is down. Abortion is being addressed with other options for families and women and mothers and babies not to have to have those abortions. Uh, The tax cuts have brought jobs back to America. And so there are so many good things that are happening. President Trump brings results. He's not bringing anarchy. So I was very disturbed, and that's why I say ouch. I can almost hear my dad, Reverend Alfred Daniel Williams King, during his lifetime, say love is stronger than hate. Congressman Waters has heard this. Martin Luther King Jr. saying, I've decided to stick with love hate is too great a burden to bear and my own granddaddy daddy king when he talked about atlanta he said we're the city too busy to hate so i wasn't brought up to hate and say things like uh, resist resist and just be mean to people absolutely not we're about results and so Mm -hmm. all i can say is ouch and that we need to pray for her because that's just outrageous
5: One of the things that I've heard other people say to people who say, you know, don't respond in this way to people is they say that's white privilege, that you have the ability to say, I'm going to walk away and turn the other way. And they said that about Sarah Sanders. You have the ability to walk away because you're white. What do you think of that?
4: Well, you've heard me talk about white privilege. It all happened at the end of World War II when uh, the soldiers were given $30,000 mortgages, and there was a decision. uh, uh, Senator Monaghan talked about it, and he says, you're going to have to watch this. You can't give more of those $30,000 mortgages to the Caucasian soldiers and then hold them back from the black soldiers. So that's really what happened. The African Americans had less of those opportunities, and that was engineered by design. Senator Monahan said what that's going to do is going to mess up your entire society unexpected outcomes and we've seen that so mm-hmm. white privilege just means that there was a system in place here in America that uh, gave a, a, a step up to the caucasian community and and it meant to leave the African-american community behind yeah. but we're fighting now, and President Trump is doing a good job to level this playing field because unemployment is down. Employment is up for everybody. Tax cuts are helping everybody. We're one race, one human race. We're not separate races anymore. So white privilege, oh, you could walk away. Well, how fair is that? Someone is going in to have a meal, and you say, get out because we don't agree with your president. I mean, that that's just not—and you cannot— compare it to the cake-baking situation Mm -hmm. It's totally different it's not the same thing so I, I mean
5: in terms of language what is the right response when something like this goes on I mean what what you always say the right thing at the right time what would you say on either side in these situations
4: well I actually pray a lot I actually started praying before I had to speak today because I was thinking about just the outrage of all of that we're in this nation We have to come together. My uncle said it better than I do. He said, we must learn to live together as brothers. I had as sisters or perish together as fools. That's Martin Luther King Jr. We are one human race. We have to start treating each other with human kindness. We have to be after results, like President Trump is doing. I thought it was marvelous, but I always knew uh, his heart was going to do something about those children. Even uh, when he says we have to protect our borders, he was not against the immigrant children. He never was. And uh, so he did the executive order, and he put them back together with their their parents. But we need to do something about America's mothers in jail, too, our mothers in jail right here, American women who've been separated from their children.
5: Alveda yeah. King, thank you for coming on. You're always a voice of sanity and, and peace. We, we thank you for that.
0: Sounds just like something my mom would say. When Obama was in there, she did not want to speak to me because I was not good at holding my tongue back. And she was like, just pray for him. Yeah, I didn't want to pray for him. I wanted to do something else. But hey, that's just me. Okay, let's see. Let's get back to some news. Romney reboots. What does this mean? Romney reboots. Mitt Romney up against state lawmaker in Senate primary. I just don't think I want him to win. I I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I don't even want to read his story. Whatever. Go ahead and reboot. I would say game over. Don't reboot. Game over for you. Warren Buffett chooses new path for newspaper... After lamenting decline, what's the new path going to be? Let me guess what the new path is going to be. You wonder, I don't read newspapers anymore. I don't know about you, but they're just propaganda tools. I'm not going to read them. Why would I read them? And you wonder why it's declining? Let's see. Buffett uh, struck a deal for Lee Enterprises, Inc., Manage the newspaper in 30 markets. It's going to fail because as long as you stop, as long as you guys keep telling lies, you're not going to prosper. I always used to hear that. Hear that? I'm not sure if my mom told me that these, but I would all, they would always say cheaters never prosper. And it's true. In the end, you're not going to prosper. In the a, in a short game, you feel like you're prospering, but no, you're not prospering at all. You are not prospering. Well, here's some good news. And hopefully this will help with all the, the Russia collusion BS uh, Putin-Trump summit on agenda. So I'm hoping that happens. I really do. Because... They this gotta end. They're just making this stuff up as they go, basically. So hopefully that happens. Um Well, this is nothing new. Late night hosts team up to take down Trump. Let's see which losers are this. We got Colbert joins forces with Jimmy Fallon and Conan to talk Trump <clears throat> whatever why do I care I don't even watch any of that TV even if I was awake I wouldn't watch it and I don't DVR it certainly because that's not something I care to watch it's really ridiculous unbelievable veteran set self on fire outside Georgia's capital well this is sad it's so sad so sad. Disgruntled veteran IDs who sets himself on fire outside Georgia's capital. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't want to see this. It's disturbing. Disturbing news cycle is not hardly anything ever ever good. Let's see, bank stocks on historic losing streak. Oh, well. What else we got? Epic meltdown. Woman screams, hysterically threatens passengers. Why? Let me guess. She's a a Hillary supporter. (laughs) That's funny. She's a Hillary supporter. Woman's outbursts, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Let's see. What do we have here? This was in Texas. A woman a woman was taken off Spirit airline because she had an outburst. Yeah, what's new? What's new? What is your issue? Let me get you a tissue. A tissue. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of silly. It's kind of late. Tired. Tired, tired. So yeah, let's end the show on a funny note with a with a parody from who are we going to endorse this parody called a uh, parody with um Captain Kirk meets Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. No, actually no, I already I already did that one, I think. It's good. I'm going to do one Maxine Waters reclaiming my time. Funny remix. So that's how I end the show tonight.
2: I can reclaim it. he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. 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 My time, my time. My time, my time, reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my
5: time. We will give the gentle lady. I was going to tell you, my, rest- my time I was looking at the James Brown. Just
2: boss. tell me. Okay. reclaiming my time. You, you can't even. I'm reclaiming my time. Look, all hey. of- I'm reclaiming my time. Number two, would you please reclaim my time? Uh, I want you to stop. You? You're like, reclaiming a chop- my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. Do not take that away from my time. So I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I am reclaiming. I can reclaim it. I I can reclaim it. I I can reclaim it. Reclaiming my time. I'm 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 reclaiming my time. time, reclaiming my time, my time, my time, reclaiming my time, I'm reclaiming my time, I'm reclaiming my time, (laughs) I'm reclaiming my time, I'm reclaiming my time, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it, when you're on, when you're on, when you're on my time, when you're on my time, can
0: reclaim it. You got a face only that mother could love and she died, so she wouldn't have to look at it no more. A biblical,
2: They are the They are the people of God. The lady of God, the lady of so come on people. The lady of God, the lady of God, so come on people.